Welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle. Me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Wednesday. Uh, it was nice and warm today in Iowa again. I thought I thought the summer was over, and then Iowa took a turn and, and came back to some some warm weather. So it was nice. But uh, let's check out some sponsors. Of course, we have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle. Check him out today. Uh, you could get this great. I, this this thing's awesome. Seriously, it's like a custom camo hoodie with the sunset break the cycle logo. Uh, you can get a ten percent discount by using BTC at checkout, or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of the YouTube channel to get thirty uh, percent discount on all of his new gear up to two weeks before it sees the general population. Guys, I promise it's worth it. Go check it out, and of course, AnthemPlanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government sucks at. Historically, much cheaper and much more efficiently. I uh, I started working on some some editing stuff uh, for my fiance recently because she's doing a, a uh, uh, new YouTube channel. It's going to be really cool, kind of crunchy, organic mom stuff, and it, she's kind of funny. Um, and uh, I'm teaching myself how to use Adobe Premiere, which is, by the way insane. It's hard. It's hard from the ground floor. It really is. Uh, thankfully, I have some good people that are willing to teach me and I know how to use YouTube correctly. Um, but I am putting together a good ad for Anthem Planning that's going to come out soon. You guys should check them out uh, and see what they can do, man. They're they're great. I, I bet if you're a business owner, especially, they're going to be able to do some great things for you. But guys, got a great show for you today. Good friend of mine. He's returning to the show for the third time. He is the host of Dave vs. Goliath. He's my friend, Dave Casey. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Oh man, I'm doing great. Good to be here, Josh. Yeah, you too, man. Hey, thanks, dude. I, I'm glad you're here. I mean, I'm happy to be here. You know, it's my basement. You know, it's a good. Oh, place. it looks. It's very inviting. It's a good it's place. Very nice. It's a good it's place warm. to be, dude. So, dude, <laughs> yeah, you've man. been going on dance mots a lot lately, bro. Yeah, this is what I figured out, dude. Is that if you go on other people's podcasts, you can work less on yours and just fill it out <laughs> in other places. It's true. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I used to go. You know, it felt like I was doing other people's podcasts like once a week at least. And OPP, you know me, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I started doing. I started doing my own podcast, and it's like if people are like, "Hey, can you come on my podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's tr- let's try and get it figured yeah, I got out." Buddy. Five of these a week. Yeah, let me do an, another couple. I'm yeah, sure. really trying. You know, and I do. I do try to do some podcasts. I know I got a. Uh, uh, um, a couple other people that hit me up recently that I'm going to do some shows with, but you know, it's hard. It's it is hard, dude. It is hard when, yeah, you know, after five and, and your job. Yeah. I imagine. And seven kids. And, and you're starting another podcast for your girl, which is amazing. Ah. You should probably take off on another project. Yeah. Not a pot. You should not do a podcast. <laughs> it's like, it's like a little, you know, 10 to 15 minute episodes, but they're kind of cool. Like the first one that Thanks. she, she did, she went and got this, this like tooth candy thing. I don't know. It's like a jewel on her tooth, but uh, she, nice. she did this whole spiel about how, uh, you know, she broke her tooth when she was younger, jumping off the roof or something crazy. And, you know, she talks about vanity and all this stuff. And it's really kind of, it's a cool, it's going to be a cool thing. I think I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. That's fun, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. What else have you been up to, bro? How's your show doing? Uh, oh, I'm crushing it, bro. Knocking them, knocking them dead, <laughs> setting the streets on fire. Nice. Nice. <laughs> no, man, I'm I, honestly, I uh, started at the beginning of this year. Um, I'm on, you know, 
I'm not up to 100. I think we're on episode 13 coming up next. But uh, it's me and my buddy. Um, we just shoot the shit, man. We talk about, you know, the the global reset, the Klaus Schwab's of the world and uh, the Libertarian Party a bit. And uh, it's just like I said before, man, it's good to keep those lines of communication open and talk to your peeps and, uh, you know, stay connected. So, yeah, that's why I finally did something of, of my own. Sure. We're having fun. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of, I, I don't know if this is going to be offensive or not, but you kind of remind me of like a much better looking, much younger Liberty based Sam Cedar. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I'll take it. Way better looking sure. though. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's also like, he's like 50 and you're like, I don't know, maybe 40. I don't know. Yeah. I just turned, yeah, I'm 40. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're pretty, you're pretty close. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're we're pretty much the same. Different store, same groceries. Me and Sam see. Yeah, yeah, way different groceries for sure, dude. Yeah. But uh, but you know, now you just got to start bringing on people from the left, and then just destroying their argument, and then dropping them off the call. Dude, that's definitely on the agenda is to bring on people that I don't agree with much on. True. That, that's really where I think I'll have some fun. You have I keep to. Getting, I keep getting kicked off social media for arguing with people. I really like arguing with people. Um, so. Yeah, that that's definitely something we'll be doing soon. It's bringing sure. on some pro masker, pro vax, pro lockdown asshole. To shoot the shit. <laughs> <laughs> good, good as you should. And and uh, you know, I I I bring people on that I disagree with about things all the time. It's it's really important. And I don't. I'm not a I'm not a, a debater on my show. Um, and yeah. just because I don't want to cultivate that kind of show. Uh, sure. and, and I think people are noticing and it's good because you don't want to pigeonhole yourself as a podcaster into just the Liberty. Cause then you just get the Liberty based watchers and viewers and that's it. That's it. It's yeah. over, you know, and the biggest you can ever get is Tom Woods. Shit, man. I would, I would settle out of court right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's big, it's big, but, but yeah. you, you know, you, you, you'll never be Joe Rogan with it no, like that you know definitely I mean? not and, and, definitely and not. Joe, but you know what man yeah. i used to be in a band and i was always trying to write a hit song yeah. and i feel like that was the wrong avenue sure. i should have just been playing shit that i wanted to play so that's kind of right now i'm just talking about you know what i mean yeah i, I mean a libertarian you're right a libertarian podcast you have you've capped yourself <laughs> there's a there's a ceiling there's there, a cap sure. there's definitely there a cap a on the libertarian there, yeah. sphere for sure and you can get bigger yeah, yeah. you know i mean you can get as big as dave and and tom and that's great you know that's i think yeah, that's dude, you're good. out there giving out tacos like the incredible hulk to mini podcasters like me all the time oh, bro. dude so I, that's just because i love that. you guys you're my friends you know yeah we love you too man. yeah, yeah absolutely so dude let's talk about the lnc okay this shit is uh it's new yeah. I got I got that email this morning, uh, and it wasn't public yet, and it had all the all the information about the the blatant corruption that went on uh, with the New Hampshire stuff. Um, I mean, what's what's your take on all this stuff, bro? Oh man, we spend an awful lot of time on liberty, dude. So when some sweet justice comes around, I love that. Um, yeah, I read through that, and um, awesome, really clear, and uh, pretty much vindicates Karen Ann Harlow's, which. You know, if you have your finger on the pulse here, that, that should have been pretty clear to you. But, yeah, it's good to have that in writing. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to see. I don't I mean, yeah. Are, are they still you think they're still going to go after her and try and remove her for what decorum? One hundred percent guaranteed. Oh, these guys or these girls, I should say, mainly these. Uh, Richard Longstress kind of girly, I guess. OK, yeah. well, that guy, plus all these the white women that must be stopped on the LNC need it's... to chill out and relax <laughs> it's such a mess dude they're such a mess yeah and it's like it's like to go after karen ann who was the obvious whistleblower um you know yeah. and 
and you're blatantly going after her because she flailed because you guys weren't listening to her about the corruption that she was telling you was taking place. Like that's, that's what happened. And so we put together this investigative team and, uh, we put together this 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 investigative team who I got to be honest I was a little you know I was a little spectacle of I'm like oh great it's like three libertarians that we voted on from from the LNC that's basically not paying any attention to this shit anyways um, and they came back with this report that was scathing Joe Bishop Hinchman hit uh, deleted four four thousand three hundred and sixty megabits of emails the day oh that's way more emails than I thought yeah the than- day the day before <laughs> uh, resigning. Um, wow. uh, when asked about it, he said, sorry, that's attorney uh, client privilege, mm-hmm. which is which is him saying basically that as chair, he was acting as a lawyer for the party as chair, which is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, you know, it, they tried. There was questions from the uh, members of the LNC and members from the LPNH that uh, about Steve Bannon funding the Mises caucus to get New Hampshire so off awesome. the ballot, the New Hampshire libertarians off the ballot. That's hilarious. That's something I that I never it, heard. Dude. I wish, fucking I wish nerds. Steve nerds. Bannon, yeah, nerds, uh. fucking nerds. I wish Steve <laughs> Bannon, I wish Steve Bannon was fucking funding us. That'd be great. He's I got know. tons of money. Tons. Right. Uh, we'll take those alt-right bucks. Yeah. Get, pass the, pass those dollars on over, man. We got shit to do, but, uh, yeah. I mean, what else was in there? Dude, there was so much in there. Um, and then Jackie Perry like sent us a, le- a message on the list today, freaking out because one of the members like like tried to get a hold of her repeatedly, and she's like, "He was stalking me," and 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 then he didn't even get my statement for you know this stuff. It's like really, it doesn't matter. Uh, you had nothing to do with the corruption. Didn't didn't she get the boot from the party? Yeah, she. So so the New Hampshire board like one of their first things they did after they after they got elected was uh, vote to remove Jackie Perry's uh, dues from the party completely. It was absolute beautiful justice. So based. So awesome. beautiful. Way and, to go. You know, after you know, you can't just go around calling everyone fucking uh, uh, racist and Nazis and women and, uh, and misogynists and all this shit over and over and over again. We got it here in this party right here in my state, bro. These fucking assholes are still doing it. A half a dozen of them still running with that line, dude. It's I can't believe it. It's everywhere. It's a whole country. It's like a microcosm. Ugh. It's wild. A-holes. Well, let's so let's talk about New. Let's talk about Delaware. So you're in Delaware. What happened? Yeah. What happened there? So we had like a good portion of a Mises of a Mises caucus takeover here uh, a couple months back. So my county that I'm the chair of now uh, is pretty much uh, the board anyway is all all Mises caucus people. We're having a great time. We're doing some fundraising. We're uh, planning events. Um, but yeah, there's still a good portion of people here. I don't know if you saw that that girl Carol Moore that I should say that woman Carol Moore on Twitter man she's like she's called Mike Heiss like a Nazi and inferred like just the worst things like no no less than a couple dozen times bro um these people like are inflammatory um I've heard us called the brown shirt caucus the uh maga caucus all this shit dude like just still perpetuates still in our discord like every day they put this stuff out share it um, I try not to engage them because it's bad for my chi, but I can't help it sometimes. And they're just, uh, some of them are in leadership, man. And they just frequent those fakertarian sites, the cathedral caucus crap, and they share that. Um, but yeah, it really gets me when they share like Z Kyle memes and, uh, it's just like disgusting, man. These people are repugnant. 
There's so many Jews in the Mises Caucus too. I mean, can you, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like, I was, I was talking about this today. Like, I'm half Israeli. I'm not actually Jewish, but when they, you know, when when the Fakertarians start going in on me as a Nazi, I tell them I'm Jewish. Uh, you know, and and they're all they're all free. I walk into that Fakertarians group like once a week and just drop like a total troll post on them and then leave. Like, I, I don't even get back on <laughs> Facebook for like a week. I, I barely use Facebook at all. Uh, but it's but you know they're calling they're calling Jews Nazis and shit. And it's like what the fuck is wrong? What kind of person does that? Like, do you realize that you're the bigot, right? Like, you are the bigot. Yeah, they're gross. They're really awful people, dude. And pre- preventing us from doing it's it's funny. Like I'm, I always wondered why the party couldn't do shit, and then I got in it. I'm like, oh, well, this made immediately made perfect sense that there's assholes here, and I'm sure this is a microcosm of everywhere else that prefer to have a little thing where there's f- four people or six people in the county party. And uh, we can just have our private thing and have sleepovers and get smashed together and, you know, never do anything. So, yeah, when all these people came in and flooded it, you know, this just this past convention season. um, Yeah, that all that those lines about, you know, dude, the same shit like John, John Brennan would say. These people are saying within our party, man, it's it's disgusting. Like, uh, yeah. And you're right. Like. To, to say that about Dave Smith or, or, or you know, an, another Jew in the party, like, that's just, it's, I don't know, man, I can't think of much worse than that. Like, you can call people names. I don't care about that. Call me an asshole. Call you an asshole. Call Mike Heiss an asshole. Oh, and but, uh, to be clear, we are assholes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it might be, that might be, you know, well-deserved. But, um, yeah, you cross that line, like, when people can get fired and whatever. I just, I don't know. I, don't, I have little to no tolerance for that. So, yeah, they, they, I've, I've had my job threatened several times, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's funny cause I, I'm just waiting for the day that one of them sends an email to my boss. Cause my boss and I like, first of all, my boss follows me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I'll come in in the morning. I'll be like, Hey man, uh, these guys on online are saying that they're going to, uh, send you an email. Cause I called someone a retard. He's all, they sound like retards. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's cool. He's on your yeah, team. That's my boss. And I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, send, send, send away, man. Good luck. You know, Hey, good luck guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm dropping in bombs and shit like that. I don't, I don't do that. But, uh, you know, my boss is probably more of an extremist than I am, to be honest with you. He hates everybody. That. He hates everybody on both sides. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, CD McRae. Thanks for the $5 super chat. She said, Dave versus Goliath is your hit song, Dave. Word. Word up. Uh, and Tim Brown, thanks for the, the 99 uh, cent super chat, man. I appreciate you. Uh, oh, Tyler, Tyler Bratton. What's up, brother? How you doing? Broughton. Uh, you know, Tyler, do you know Tyler? Oh yeah. He's, yeah. He's a California dude, man. He's Can cool. Trump still win? Can we get him in dog? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Can think, we get him in there? I think There's it would be, chin. it's, it's funny. The Trump thing. I think people. Like there's people who are holding out, like want Trump to run. I think it would be bad for Trump to run again at this point. I just think they want to keep the threat alive. Yeah, I think they need. <laughs> I think they need to. That. I think if the if the Republicans were smart, they'd throw their money behind uh, behind DeSantis. Oh, he's got to be the guy, right? He wants to do it. Yeah, I think if the, if yeah. the Republicans were really smart, they would throw their support behind DeSantis. Uh, if they were really liberty, they'd throw their support behind Thomas Massey. That would be the best. Just yeah, saying. it's not going to happen. I've always said it's been really cool. It'd be really cool if it was like Tulsi Gabbard, Thomas Massey, and the Libertarian candidate, like Dave Smith or something. Oh, man, that would be a tough one. It would not be a tough one between DeSantis and Dave Smith, but it would be a tough one between Thomas, With Thomas Massey. Massey. Yeah, but yeah. but I feel like I feel like no matter what happens, something good is going to happen for Libertarians in that race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're going to stop all the wars regardless, no matter what. <laughs> 
Uh, once no, but all the of them are going to go after the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. The trifecta going after him. Yeah, Tulsi, Massey, and Smith. Yeah, oh, none shit. of them like the Federal Reserve. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she was calling for an audit of that. Yeah. We'd have to worry about the same things with Tulsi that we worry about with Joe when it comes to the, the Second Amendment. I mean, you know, but it's all, it's all, at this point, I just think it's all fucking like empty threats. They're never coming for, they can't come for our guns, dude. They can't. No. The, the, the gun sales just another, what, 50% increase or something? I, there's, I think there's like 2.8 guns for every American in the United States registered. How about, how about the, how about the Russian bullet? import though wasn't i heard that that was a big chunk of bullets here like that we sure get. yeah we get a lot of ammo from russia um and biden put a big old blockade on that but i mean those people that were getting the ammo from russia already have like storerooms full of russian ammo right you know Good what i mean guys. there's no yeah. doubt about that dude whatsoever uh yeah i don't know man i i feel like i feel like uh you know, we we'd be pretty good now. Now we'd have to worry about shitty economic policies, policies with Tulsi. Uh, I don't know how, where Massey stands on the drug war. I think he's voted against ending the drug war a few times, which is, you know, kind of depressing and shitty. Uh, obviously, Dave would give us everything we want. Right. I mean, that's I, there's nothing I can think of with Dave that would be bad. Man, I hate to say it, but I, I don't know. That would be a really tough. I bet you the Mises caucus. I bet you even Dave Smith would probably reconsider some shit if Thomas Massey got the nomination. If that happened, yeah. I bet you that that would change everything. Yeah, it'd be, it'd it's be never going to happen. No, there's no way. The Republicans they're never going to give. Right, exactly. You know, they're never going to do yeah, that. Like, like, like Kentucky, Kentucky Republicans, they, you know, they like him because he can win in Kentucky. But like national Republicans that are like cronious would never enjoy someone like Thomas Massey. And we saw it with, yeah. we saw it with Ron Paul, right? Oh God. I can't believe it's, I'm, I'm still not over it, bro. Me, I'm still not over me it. Me neither, man. <laughs> me neither. Nine years. I'm not over it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, dude, it's been, um, I mean, it, it's been 15 years for me. I got in a little late in the game yeah. and I was just really involved in you know, 11, 12, but. Yeah, it's uh, for sure. Like 2008, 2007 is when I found Ron Paul. Some people, I know some people have been following Ron Paul since, you know, the, what, the 80s. You know, I mean, there's people in the Libertarian Party that worked on his campaign in, in 1988 in the Libertarian Party. So, yeah, dude, this woman in our part, in our state party here uh, who hates the caucus and thinks that we're sexist, awful. Are you talking about Carol um, Moore? Yes. Is she in Delaware? She's here. I'm dude, so this is, sorry, dude. Uh, dude, it's the worst place. It's the worst fucking place you could be. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. It's it'll be great some other time. But yeah, they've really. I mean, there's a couple people here who have kept it really shitty. I think. I mean, she was there for Ron Paul in '88, and she was. Um, she's super pro-choice to the point where I would say that's her. It might be her number one thing. Yeah. Um, which it just she exudes it. So it's all about you know. There's not a whole lot of motherly uh nature there (laughs) she's pretty cold bro yeah i thought she was Um, i thought she was gay i don't know but she hates karen ann she says that uh karen ann is is the devil and they must go way back and yeah she probably was fighting against ron paul in 88 when he came in with like a more conservative uh viewpoint and um that election in 88 she was she she that's the great tragedy here man she took pictures she like documented stuff from the 80s like i would want her like coming into the party just a couple months ago, I'd love to like pick her brain and like ask her about 
you know, how it was and wh what we could do working together. But uh, yeah, she's just a spiteful, hateful, awful person. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, that's pretty the one who I'm pretty sure that's the one who sexually harassed Karen Ann Harlos at a, at a convention. I think so. I think. Yeah. yeah, I know she was like. Like making posts and comments about uh, Karen Ann Harlos's tits online and all this shit for a long time and like harassing her online. So, I mean, sounds sure. about, she, she's crazy, bro. So <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She really hates Karen Ann Harlos. Yes. Yeah. Reared. And she hates Karen Ann Harlos with a passion. Yeah, Everybody that's... go join the uh, Delaware Libertarian Party of Delaware Facebook group and go in there and say hi to all these super losertarians and make sure that they know that. Well, Will McFay's funny, man. So that guy's, this guy's <laughs> so this dude, so this guy, uh, he reached out to me before the 2020 convention and he's like, I don't have anything bad to say about the Mises caucus and you. And, oh my God. And why would we, we vote for you? And Delaware actually had me come on and do a, a uh, it was a zoom call with, uh, the board to talk about why they should vote for me with the delegates and stuff. And I talked to Will and, and, uh, who was the, the, uh, Sean obviously was on there. Sean Gow, Gow he's who's great. Amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, who was the vice chair at that point? I'm not certain. Um, there was like the Brad Thomas, maybe Dale, Dale, I think it was, Dale. he's great. Yeah. He's great. Um, and he's, he's not, a he's not a meacock, but he's like super fair. Yeah. So, he's a nice uh, guy. Every, everybody loves Dale. So I'm cool with that. And, uh, yeah, you don't have to be in this caucus. I don't care, man. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Like we, it's like, it's just like the, the commies versus capitalist thing, like, or the commies versus, uh, anarcho capitalist. It's like, it's like, you know, you guys can exist in our society, but in your society, we can't exist. Right. I tell them all the time on the Discord, I'm like, all you had to do is be cool. Like, I wouldn't even know you exist, bro. If you would have just been cool and not yelled Nazi, white supremacist, anti-Semite, MAGA caucus, you know, at the top of your lungs, then, you know, we could all do our thing, man. But uh, yeah, Will is the worst, dude. He's the worst one in the whole, the whole shebang. He's been here for like 12 years, just a stick in the mud. Um, yeah, he's the quintessential fakertarian. And he loves that shit. Um, he has said to me that he, he believes that this is a liberal state. So we need to appeal, appeal to liberal people. He's not even right about that. Like our government is controlled by Democrats, but the state people are mixed up and I don't care, man, this is the libertarian party. You can wear whatever cultural hat you want to. Um, but he would like to keep this, you know, man, they want to put <laughs> whatever sex workers rights right up front. Um, all the, just all the stuff you'd find on fakertarians right up front. They're not concerned about the wars. They're not concerned about the lockdowns and the way that they, they should be. We've, we've worked really hard on some cool, uh, coalitions here, man. And, you know, no help from him. He's also, they gave him complete control. He's the webmaster and everything. He, he controls all of the assets. He hasn't given them up to anybody in the state, including the state chair. State chair and he, he like resigned, right? Like he left the party. Well, Sean resigned from his position uh, about two months because before. of Will, though. He, yeah, I mean, you should read that letter. It's online um, from the former state chair uh, to the board. But yeah, um, he 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 didn't reference Will by name, but he referenced the fact that there were those that were hostile to new people coming in the party and taking a proprietary approach to the party itself. So Will, in a lot of ways, is like. It's like an almost reverse Gilletta Jarvis thing. Like he, he is in possession of things 
he's at least derelict in his duties as the webmaster. But I'm saying that I, I believe he is he's he failed to relinquish assets that are not to be in his control. And he uh sees it other ways and doesn't seem like anybody's really willing to do much about it at the moment. So we just go back and forth on Discord and fuck with each other instead. But yeah, he's he he does make it not very fun so far. Yeah. And, well, and, and he's just an ugly motherfucker too, unfortunately. Oh, he's the worst. Really bad to look yeah. at. It's unfortunate. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, level yeah. zero, thanks for the five dollar super chat, man. He said, Does Dave think there are any ulterior motives uh motives with Biden or his handlers had in botching the Afghan pullout? Yeah, let's talk about Afghan. The Afghanistan yeah. thing. What do you think, man? Was that year zero? Is that what you said? Level zero. Uh, excuse me. My good friend. Um, yeah, I was talking to Dan about that yesterday. Dude, it's so hard to like, if there's a war that's based on lies and then 20 years of lies, like how the hell would we have any idea, any kind of understanding of what? So yeah, like, to, <laughs> do I think that like Biden had, uh, you know, a change of heart after like 50 years of like doing the worst things ever in public service. Like, no, I think that this was all part of the thing. Probably the mission that they wanted to do is done, you know, like got all the heroin, got all the fucking lithium minerals that we, yeah, exactly. Um, so we did what we came to do and now we're going to go do some other shit we've consumed and now we're on to the next thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it doesn't look like they care a whole lot about the exit or who is in pain or who's hurting or, I saw the dogs left behind. I don't think. Yeah, man, it's it's always. I don't know. There's so much going on there. So yeah, I hate to take a guess, but yeah, I always I'm very distrusting of any official narrative for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it'd be it'd be really naive to think that the current administration just pulled out of a war because they wanted to end some wars. Oh yeah, really, really naive. I mean, this is the same guy who voted for the war 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, Patriot all, Act. yeah, the, the, pa- the Patriot Act. Act, all the shit, the war in Iraq, all of it. I mean, he voted for all of it. Yeah. So it'd be really naive to think that he's just pulling out just because he wants to stop a war. Now, I'm happy he pulled out. You know what I mean? I'm never going to say, I'm never going to say a bad word about leaving Afghanistan. Was it done right. wrong? Sure. Maybe, you know, I, I but we should have, the, 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 the most wrong thing that was done about it was that it didn't happen 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, I, I think, um, dude, pro- you know, the generals are in charge, man. They're making the show. We know that Biden is quick to go. Do you want me to talk? Do you not want me to talk? I don't care. Just tell me what to say and I'll fucking say it. Yeah, just give me so, some ice cream. Let me go chill. W- w- yeah, exactly. And they're all kind of like that. Bush is just like, just prop me up. Obama, he's an actor. Like, they just kind of do this dance, man. Trump, that's what he did for 40 years on TV. Just put me in front of some dummy cards and I'll read whatever. Um, so... If I had to guess, if I had to conspiracy theorize with you, I would say that Biden will probably be the fall guy, the the guy that they make look weak so that the pendulum can swing back harder towards like a strong man figure. Maybe it'll be DeSantis, you know, because if he gets elected, we know he's a vicious Zionist. So great. We can, you know, maybe not have to wear masks here. But that'll be okay because we'll be on to like, you know, some kind of new <laughs> new plan by then, bro, that we don't even know about yet. But right. yeah, man, they're always, you know, 20 steps ahead. Of course. Brad Thurston, thanks for $5 super chat, man. I appreciate you. Uh, Ricky Bev, man, he said, did you guys see Jared on Pete Quinones yesterday? The idea of leave your gear, leave your rifles and hit the bricks was floated a number of times. 
What's that mean? Well, I'm, I think, you know, in, in Afghanistan, just leave everything and, and hit the bricks. Like, go. So, but they said that they were, I heard that the government was done pulling people out, but that there were, you know, whatever, flights pulling people out still, like, privately. Have you heard it? Have you heard about that? Like, are people still getting out? And I don't. I don't know. I. I, I did know. I saw a, uh, a tweet the other day. I don't. I couldn't verify it, but it. It was like my. It was like somebody I know, and was like texting with somebody that they personally know in Afghanistan, and saying that uh, we were supposed to leave today. We were supposed to leave, but uh, our. I think it was their captain, their command captain, or whatever, uh, for their base, actually canceled their exit. Because they had to clean the base. <laughs> and what the fuck, like, what bro? The fuck? Clean it. We got to clean up before we leave. Which makes sense if you've ever been in the military. It actually makes oh a lot God. of leave sense. Leave it better than we found it, guys. Yeah. It's Afghanistan, okay? It's not your fucking bedroom. When so I was in the Navy, I try to I try to explain to people. People are like, "Oh, what'd you do in the Navy?" I'm like, "Well, when I was out to sea, I worked with fuel and in fuel systems, and that's what I did. Uh, when I was in port, I was a housekeeper." It's basically how it worked. And, you know, when yeah. we were when we were out to sea, I wasn't doing my job. I was coming into to work every day for like four hours on the ship and cleaning some spaces, polishing some brass and then getting back in my car and going out leaving. You know, what I mean, that was like that's what you do yeah. in the Navy when you're not at, out to sea. And I don't think I don't think a lot of people understand that. I mean, unless you're in like a squad or something. But if you're like a shipboard sailor, like stationed on the ship. Yeah, that's what you do. That's it. Bro, you did right after 9-11. You signed up and you went out and did that right right after. Yeah. Oh man, you're lucky you turned out so cool, bro. A lot of you us did, man. A lot good. Of I mean, I'm glad that you know. I'm. I know that people come back fucking scarred for life, and oh yeah. And I just hate to, hate to think about that. Uh, I almost signed up. I'm glad I didn't. But yeah. um, but I remember being really pissed off. Let's go get these bastards. Same. You know, right, that was <laughs> right me afterwards. Yeah. yeah, that was me exactly. I was like, that's it. I'm done. You know, I'm not going to let these people attack us and then just sit here and do nothing like it. I'm going to go take, you know, me, I'm a, I'm a man of action. You well, know, dude, this is what they exploit. This is a very awesome, innate thing that humans have that want, you know, yes, I will lay my life on the line to defend my home and my people from an apparent threat. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Yeah. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's T-S-I-D-P-O-D. Dot com because the system is down and truth is taking over like that's really cool and they exploit that uh to make you do obviously other things serve the banking cartels and the war machine and throw you in a meat grinder but that's that that they have to they have to exploit that intention first which is a good thing man it's true they did and they did you know they they made us all they made us all scared of, of the war on terrorism and it had to be fought and then they spent 20 years fighting it man yeah sucks yeah god i'm still again still so very bitter about that <laughs> i was 20 years old when 20 yeah 20 years old when 9 11 happened i'm 40 bro i can't believe it like my and i've spent i'll be perfectly honest i've been fairly obsessed with that event since i know 
<laughs> yeah, I know you know, but I feel like you know why? Because if we don't really solve that mystery, kind of like if we lose it in, throughout history, you know, we'll just be lost because you got to have solid ground. Right. We have to kind of remember what it was before that, why they did that, what they took away, all the things that came after it, and you know, we could never have this COVID madness without that. It's all built on the incrementalism. So yeah, that's kind of ground zero where it all fucking exactly went, ground zero went to shit. Yeah, yeah, no shit, dude. It's the yeah. I don't I don't even know what to say like about our country right now, man. Bro, I'm putting out an ebook. It's coming out soon called Scott Horton is Wrong About 9-11. I expect it to be wildly unpopular, but <laughs> it, it's coming out. Yeah, I'm also putting one out that's called Scott Horton is Wrong About Nick Sarwark. Yeah, it yeah. should be a definitely volume two of that shit. And it, the, <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I love Scott, you know, and me and Scott, yeah. uh, Scott and I see eye to eye on he, just about he everything. He's a titan in our in our world yeah. i'm yeah not I, trying to we see eye to eye on just about everything but we just can't i can't see eye to eye with him on nick's our work not being a fed like he's got to be yeah. a fed. i know with he's you fed. on that one buddy yeah yep. there's just no doubt there's no doubt in my mind after working with the guy that he's nobody else would act the way he acts unless they were trying to create chaos nope. purposely nope i just can't i can't get it i can't understand what do you guys I'm think what do you guys that. think in the chat you think nick's our work's a fed you think scott horton's wrong about <laughs> scott horton's wrong about nick's our work should i write that ebook <laughs> That's Shit. coming out soon. That's ready it. to set the streets on fire with that one. It's gonna be seven pages long. <laughs> seven pages ebook. It'll be free if you sign up for my email list. Although we do, we do have a you are you do get now like a free like over two hundred page book if you sign up for my email list. Nice. Yeah, I didn't write it though. My buddy Josh, okay. my buddy Josh uh, wrote it, um, and it's called Second Story Work, and it's a really really cool book that everyone should read. He's a Canadian, but he's a cool Canadian. Okay. He's not one of those. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a cool, he's a cool, he's a cool. You got the team, man. Shout out the top lobster, that dude, man. That's my homie. That art. As soon as, yo, you sent me that artwork for the show a couple days back. I swear to God, dude, I got fucking emotional looking at that shit. God damn it. So thank you, man. Yeah. He's great, man. He's He's, you guys are a great team, man. You (sighs) know what he reminds me of? You used to play in bands too, man. So this is the, this is, I think this is the top lobster secret. So I, when I played in bands, I played guitar and I wanted to sing, right? Everybody wants to be up front and be the showman. And, you know, it's no coincidence right now that uh, trying to podcast, right? Do my own thing. But Top Lobster would be like the keyboard player in town who plays in everybody's band, right? So he touches down on everybody. So everybody knows him. And every time he makes an original piece of art for somebody, you like create a real connection there. Right. So like he, I just think he's got the best business model. He's obviously like super talented, but um, yeah, that's that dude, man. I just, I appreciate him. So yeah, he always talks about how I have him down in the basement doing art for me, but really he's strong. <laughs> he strong armed me though. That's what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Hey, I made you a logo by the way. Uh, I'm going to just do all your shit on your show now, basically. And you're not going to say so anything awesome. about it. If you do, I'll kill you. That's basically, that's basically what he did. However you have to make it happen, you guys should be really proud of yourself. No, he it's did. He did come to working. me with a logo and he said my, my, the initial logo. And I was just like, wow, that's really fucking cool. Hey, I have this idea for thumbnails, dude. Do you think you could help me out? I had no idea that he was going to hand draw them all. Dude, it's so, it so sets off the whole thing every time and like gets people excited about the show in way in advance. It's just a really great recipe you guys have yeah did you did it right he's a smart guy man plus he makes like some of the best clothes i mean honest to god like if you have not gone to tom top and checked out his gear like it's 
amazing. Oh, I did, bro. I used the BTC code. I got myself the fuck the state that little old lady oh, that I love horrible that. lady yeah it's so awesome <laughs> you know if you join Great. the if you join the patreon or the subscribe star or become a member of the youtube channel dude you can get all of his new gear as it comes out two weeks early 30 percent discount dude shit yeah yeah that's like it one of the that's, pay for itself yeah dude i mean if you if you if you join at like the five dollar or ten dollar level it's like 10 bucks a month if you buy like a shirt from top lobster every month it literally pays for the membership and you know what i mean like because he puts out he puts out new gear at le- at least like once or twice a month. It's so awesome. He's, He's got his finger on the pulse too, uh, dude. He always puts out like per- just perfect timing with all this gear and and uh, yeah. you know when he did that Noda shirt, the when when uh, yeah. when when Nick Sarwark got noted, um, uh, he put out that Noda shirt and then has it has, says break the cycle on the ribs real small, you know. Great. And and he so I mean we I think he sold like thirty or something of them like that night. He's quick like 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 a meme maker is quick with a meme. He's quick with a t-shirt line of right. clothing. <laughs> like it's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's amazing, dude. Fucking love the guy to death. Uh, who wore it on whose show? CD, CD McRae. What did you wear? I don't know. I'm trying to follow the chat. I swear. It's so hard. It's hard to follow chat, dude. That's why, yeah. that's why super chats. I got, I had somebody get all mad at me on, on uh Twitter. Cause I, you only read the super chats. And I was like, well, yeah, well, yeah I heard that one. It makes them bigger. Of course. I can see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they paid for it, right? I mean, that just makes sense. So yeah, like you know, I I don't know. It's it's like a guest show, right? So I'm supposed to be like sp- spend all my time like focusing on my guest. But if know, if people man. pay for questions for the guest, like we're gonna ask the guest the questions, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know why people got hard. People always got something to complain about, bro. Yeah. Uh. So what do you think is gonna come from all this uh this stuff on the LNC now, bud? Oh, sweet, sweet justice. We got to think, man. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to only pop white pills lately. So, um, yeah, man, just, I, I don't know. It's funny to like watch this play out nationally and I'm kind of going through the same shit locally. It's like this weird microcosm. Um, and it's always in the back of my head, John Brennan on TV, even libertarians, right? Cause they're coming after everybody's in the dragnet. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I know that John Brennan's probably heard the name Mises Caucus before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure of that's it. Prob- that's probably showed up on his on his desk. I mean, like, is yo. there is there any doubt that like Michael Heiss and Dave Smith went on Tim Cast in real life, and then two days later they pulled down the Facebook group? I mean, right? Do you have to be a conspiracy theorist to to say that? Like, you shouldn't. You should just go. Oh yeah, of course that they would fucking take that down after. Of course they would. Right. The, all of the like, yeah. Yes, all evidence would point to that. Yes. Yep. Who do you think's the next Ron Paul, man? Oh, man. That's really tough because, you know what, dude? It should have been his kid. That would have been the easiest one. And he didn't come even close. No. So That apple fell pretty far from the tree. Yeah, I'm trying not to, you know, like, if I... If we never see another Ron Paul, like, I wouldn't be surprised. That's the thing. Um, but, dude, when, you know... When, when I was introduced to Ron Paul, I thought, you know, we really needed a president. We really need to have somebody up there, like a national daddy figure, like telling us what to do and all that shit. And, you know, at the end of Ron Paul, I was like, okay, we don't, we do not need that. Right. That's not the thing that we need. So that that's a gift. Um, I don't know, like in politics. Yeah. Like Thomas Massey is great. He seems really consistent and uh, honest. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's the, maybe the closest, but I think it could be Eric, Eric Brakey. Yeah. Okay. I, I, 
Do you know Eric? I don't know. Yeah, I've seen him on some debates, but he's, he's up there in I, Maine, somewhere close to you. I think he's great. He's good. Oh, I'm not. I'm putting your main shit. Um, but I, I don't know. He doesn't get me pumped up like Dave Smith gets me pumped up. Sure. Like I don't get my the goosebumps like Ron Paul, like Dave Smith can do. Even Tom Woods, man, can give like a fiery speech. Um, but like to be Ron Paul, you have to be electric. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, not only do you have to be morally consistent and fierce and you know unwavering but yeah uh yeah that's a lot to ask of anybody for sure sure. yeah yeah i agree man sure sure i agree (laughs) i wanted to drop one of those sure sure it's uh you know guys drop sure sure's in the chat there's a there's a there's a uh custom emoji for members of the channel now that that says sure sure in top like the old school break the cycle uh 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 font that that uh top lobster made i don't know if anybody has noticed that yet but i added it the other day i finally got enough members i could add a new emoji so you got a sure sure emoji now for every time i say it (laughs) it was was funny he's also really good about doing the emojis for certain guests like when i had uh austin peterson coming on he made a nuke emoji awesome that's so great it was really funny dude like i was i was laughing pretty hard um (laughs) So so, what's next for you, man? What do you got? What are you gonna do in Delaware? How are you guys gonna fight back against Will McVeigh and get your shit back? Oh, good question, man. Well, you're helping right now. Um, like I said, um, if you if anybody out there knows anyone in Delaware, tell them to go to TakeHumanAction.com and get in the party and fill it up with cool people. Um, we are doing some cool stuff here, and we're teaming up with like the Delaware Medical Freedom Alliance for uh, you know the COVID stuff and lockdowns and. mandates these poor nurses and healthcare workers are going through a lot um we're working with uh patriots for delaware group like some gun groups and some you know normal from around here so dude yeah we're it's the it's the meacock way of just like kind of coalitioning with people on issues um and we're having some fun so you know i'm meeting some great people um and to those people who don't really kind of vibe with the political stuff i get it but it's almost like we're forming our own like freedom cell too, man. Like these people of the Mises caucus variety, you know, they're about as, they're about as legit as it gets. And oftentimes like me, like hesitant to even get involved with politics, but we got to do something, man. So, uh, yeah, we're working hard and, uh, I'm going to DC this weekend to see Ron Paul speak. So I'm fucking pumped about that. Taking Dan, the uh, co-host to my show and we're going to go, get uh inspired where's that at was that what event is that it's uh the institute is putting on something called the war on us and it's uh i i'm pretty sure ron paul and judge nat and i'm not sure about anybody else but uh, i'm gonna try and get myself a picture with ron paul and tell him he's my hero <laughs> you should you should <laughs> be a good day he's yeah. not getting any younger man yeah this will be i saw him uh in 2012 in the rain in philly when he came and gave his speech there, it was a couple thousand people. It was that was a beautiful day, man. People smiling in the rain for Ron Paul. But no, I didn't get to say hi that day. Um, so I'm hoping that uh this one, I'm gonna wear a nice suit. I'm not gonna put fucking cargo shorts on for my picture with Ron Paul. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, how about some khakis and a polo, man? Like Michael Heiss, you know what I mean? Uh yeah, that's not my look, bro. My, I'm gonna I'm not a polo guy myself. I wear polos to work, but that's it. And, yeah. o- and only because they gave them to us for free. So, Mike Heist just got himself a nice suit after being pestered 
I've been pestered forever. Wear a suit. Don't ever chew gum when you're speaking ever again. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get some shit for that for a while. Do for a while. I, I, I was showing the the thing to my fiance because I was like, I want you to see Dave and these guys speak at this you know this event that they put on, and and uh, she's like, why, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why is he chewing gum like that? Why is he speaking? What is he doing that for? And I was like, I really, I really don't know. I don't know. I t- it's no, I t- amazing. I told her it's because Mike Mike gets like extremely nervous when he speaks. He's right. never been like a public speaker. And in fact, the first time I ever met Heiss was at the Pennsylvania State uh, Convention in like 2017 when I was running for chair. I think that might have been the first time we actually ever met and hung out. Um, anyways, so I showed up and he did. He gave like a little speech and he was like, you could see his hand shaking with the mic. And he was like, almost like he was on, on stage for like a like a band, you know, he's like moving back yeah. and forth and up and down. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, man, he's really nervous. So I understand why he was chewing the gum. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, okay, put the gum in your mouth. and But he's got cameras all around him and it's his show. <laughs> so he knows it's going to be on the internet in like two days. <laughs> That's the But I love that he was comfortable enough to like, you know, just be jumping on that shit. It was hell. It was so funny, dude. Yeah, that's so my funny. boy, man. I got to tell you what, man. Um, Yeah, quick shout out to him, man. Mike Heiss. I mean, he is literally – it took me four years, man. I, I hopped in that group four years ago with you and started working with you guys on the graphics and shit like that. But it took me until this year to, like, jump into the political side of it. Um, it took me until this year to, like, kind of take human action. I'm going to drop his hashtag really quick to, like, kind of start my own thing, start the podcast, get more involved, join the party. Um, and I got to say, I'm not sure if this is how it worked out, but Mike Heiss was the guy who gave Jordan Peterson Bob Murphy's choice. And that guy just happened, whatever, I guess it was a couple months ago, but that podcast just dropped of Bob Murphy on that show. I would love it. I mean, it's not certain, but it's pretty clear, probably, that that's his book. That is a great example of taking human action, man, just making sure that he has this thing, maybe getting like, I don't know if you know Mike Heiss, you know how much Jordan Peterson means to him. And uh, I just think that that's fucking incredible to like kind of solidify that uh, that node there. Uh, he's pretty good at that. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see JP hold up the book that we're all pretty sure Michael Heiss gave him. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. this is amazing. You, you kind of maybe introduced Jordan Peterson to Austrian economics. Right. Fucking, that's that's amazing. Yeah. You got to say that's a that's a pretty cool feat because, I mean, Jordan Peterson's worldwide known huge yeah. name and he's holding up a book on his podcast, basically telling people to read it. And yeah. it's the book that Michael Heiss handed to him at his show and said, you got to read this. This was like one of the in, in the long line of things that Mike Heiss calls me and tells me that he's going to do. And I go, I don't know, man. Are you sure about that? Like, <laughs> I think that's what I said when he told me about the caucus. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring the Ron Paul revolution. In. And I'm like, well, you should call it the Ron Paul caucus then, bro, because I mean, I've never heard of this guy, Mises. So, you know, he's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. It'll work out. OK, what do you think about take human action? I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, the, he called he called before he was going to go to that show. Dude, I'm, I got I got choice. It's like you know, it's, he goes. I was like, why didn't you give him take human action? <laughs> <laughs> That's your call, you know. So no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is like way more digestible. And yeah, I'm like okay, man. Human action by Mises is it is like a you know like the fucking Bible. It's huge, huge. Yeah, and it's not a very in- enjoyable. Well, and read. it's you know, essentially somebody writing in English that doesn't wasn't English as a first language and. You know what right. I mean? So it's it's uh, it is hard to digest human action. Yeah. I've I've I think I'm on my third time reading it now. 
trying to really get, yeah good yeah, for you man yeah trying to get through it and figure it all out and it's a lot dude it's a lot yeah you know uh it's much easier to just read rothbard and be like yeah that's right that's good you know but yeah. i started reading hoppa a lot lately too and then um i just got uh i just got hoppa's book uh doing libertarianism right it's pretty good check it out it's more like a i don't know maybe maybe 50 75 pages or 80 pages or something it's really small so um we but, can do that yeah it's not it's not hard to do man well brother what do, what do you got coming up next for you what's coming up with with the show and all that stuff what do you got going on yeah man um uh i try i'm gonna try and do one like every 10 days so we don't i don't i'm not on a five day a week schedule um (laughs) that's just not gonna happen um but yeah i do put in quite a bit of effort into the uh the video stuff much like you do yeah you actually edit yours though i do yeah Yeah. um so uh but we are having fun with it so there'll be another episode out next week um i had my last one taken down because i put alex jones's name in the title and some clips in it and i uploaded it to youtube like a dickhead um forgot about all that madness but um, I re-uploaded that, and everything's backed up on Odyssey, so I appreciate uh, those guys. But yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitter. That's where it's at, because Facebook has me perpetually banned. But uh, Instagram, Teespring, that's where I got my merch. And um, yeah, man, that's about it. Nice, dude. Nice. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you could come back, dude. I, I had you on once by yourself. Then I had you on the conspiracy couch, and none of us really got to say much on that show. <laughs> it was still an honor to be there. Yeah, like it was cool to be there, but like I was like, I was like, all right, Ryan, all right, Ryan, all right, you're cool, man. I love you to death. But can somebody else? Can somebody else talk for a second? Right. <laughs> but he, I mean, you know, the guy's smart. He knows his shit. He's autistic he as fuck. Does. But you know, it's all right. Right at the local pool. (laughs) (laughs) And though they were like on vacation at the lake in Japan. And he's like, I'm taking the kids to the pool, but I'll do this. I'll do this with the the screen off. I'm like, oh God, here we go. And uh, and he was just going and going and going. And I was like, man, he, he, I thought he was going to fight. I think he pissed Smots off at one point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Smots was like getting kind of uppy with him about the, uh, about John um, McAfee. Oh yeah. That's his boy. And I, I sensed that. Yeah. And then, and then, he was good. You guys were kind of going back and forth a little bit about nine eleven. Nine eleven. Oh, that's bit. my dude. That's the third ebook that's coming out. Is that Ryan Dawson is wrong about the Pentagon? <laughs> <laughs> that's dropping too. Your friend Ryan Dawson is wrong about the Pentagon. That's right. Uh, I don't know. I you know I never really studied the Pentagon stuff very much. Mine's always been attached to the, you know the the actual logistics of like where it came from and who did it and why. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways, brother, I appreciate you coming on, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this stream ended up, and then we'll do the uh, members only stream. Is that all right with you? That sounds great, man. All right, brother. Thanks again. Peace, dude. All right, guys, another awesome episode of Break Cycle. Dave's so cool. Go follow Dave. Go check out Dave vs. Goliath on YouTube and Odyssey and all those great things. I mean, the guy is just phenomenal. His show is great. He's funny. Uh, He puts out a lot of really good content. Um, He's one of my favorite conspiracy theorists. So uh, definitely check him out if you can. Also check out our sponsors, TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this awesome Break the Cycle hoodie that I'm wearing tonight for 10% discount by using BTC at checkout or joining the Patreon subscribe star or becoming a member of the channel to get a 30% discount on all new gear up to two weeks early if you get into the, the private Discord server. So do that. Plus, if you join any of those things, you get this awesome after-hours content. I, every single show I do, I do between 10 and 30 minutes, maybe longer, like Ryan Dawson. I think we did like a whole nother hour uh, of, of, of after-hours content that you can only see if you become a member of the channel or become a member of the Patreon or subscribe star. So do that. And of course, executive producer of the 
show, anthemplanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Guys, coming up on the show tomorrow, my good friend, the ass-eating trucker, Quincy's going to be on the show. It's going to be wild. He has said that he is not going to hold back whatsoever. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, for that conversation. And of course, Friday's going to be insane, guys. Scott Horton and Michael Bolden on the same podcast. Uh, this is a hell of a team show. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, if we thought we couldn't get a word in edgewise with Ryan Dawson on, it's probably going to be much harder with Michael Bolden and Scott on, but it's going to be one hell of a mashup. So you guys are definitely going to want to be there. I'll see you tomorrow for the show with Quincy. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. To explain the lyrics of my last song, they seem to contain a violent call to action in the personal frame. But I just spent it in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do. So when any violence you commit, I am not an excuse because I just spent it in Minecraft. But Timber is my friend and he's constantly cold. Accusations of incitement getting totally old. Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There are nothing I mean, you know it No product is getting close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm a poet In Minecraft